are about to listen to an anointed, challenging and dynamic word from the ministry of Pastor Andrew John of Direct Touch Ministries International. Touching hearts, reaching lives. Stay tuned and be ready as you receive this message from God's word that will challenge your everyday life. Greetings and welcome once again to another time in the Word of God. My God, am I excited in my spirit right now. I'm telling you, God is so good to us and we have to realize that because God has already given us the tools and equipped us ready for battle, ready for war, ready to apprehend, ready to go forward, ready to claim, ready to receive. My God has prepared us and allowed our mindset to be at the right place to be able to move forward, to be able to claim that which is ours, and to be able to receive that which is already ours in our spirit, to be able to activate the greatness of God in our lives. Bless the name of the Lord. And it's for us to understand that today, and to realize that God is doing such a great and marvelous work in and through our lives. So we thank God for another brand new day. And we're so grateful to God for it today. As the songwriter says, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will, must and shall rejoice and be glad in it. So if you're woken up today and you're not feeling too happy, you know, you need to start to rejoice. Rejoice in your spirit, rejoice in your mind. Rejoice in your heart. Rejoice out of your mouth. Listen, if your cat is not making, if your cat is there and is unhappy, start to sing to your cat and tell the cat it's the time to wake up, cat. You'll be yowling all over the place. Oh man, if the dog is barking and and carrying on, just just go and just shed some joy into your dog right now. <laughs> The dog understands. You know, animals can really feel when you're joyful and they can feel when you're sad. So it's important that you're joyful. Not only animals, cats and dogs and and fish and whatsoever it may be, not just animals, but children can pick up if you're happy and if you're sad and so forth. And if you're low in your spirit. So you know something? Let the joy of the Lord be our strength today. It's when we have joy in our spirit that things start to happen and we ought to activate that every single day of our lives even when we're feeling low i'm telling you some of us have felt low this week low uh, over the few weeks and so forth but i'm telling you think of the joy that the lord has given you in your spirit it is yours for the taking you have been designed and in your DNA, joy is in your DNA, my friends. So receive that, do- that joy and let the joy come out of your spirit, come out of your body. My God. And let somebody out there experience the joy that you have in your spirit and in your heart. Because God has given that to each and every one of us so that we will be able to in- ignite or ignite the world by itself. Bless the name of the Lord bless God we're going to go for this today but first of all greetings to our Dr. Dave P and our Minister Helen Paul of this number one internet gospel station UGN Jams and once again we are honoured and privileged to be a part of such a grand station that is reaching the the very um, nations of the world 
touching hearts all over the place and we are thankful to God that God has created this tool at such a time as this to minister to the lives of people all across the globe. So we bless God for our minister Helen Paul and our Dr. Day P for their lives and all what is taking place in and through them. Bless God. Continue to pray for the UGM family and we thank God for all of the greatness of what's taking place right now. Bless God. Let's go into some word because, you know, this week, I mean, <laughs> I was just driving and all of a sudden I just had a word that just dropped into my spirit and it's just, it is quite unusual, but I know God is speaking in the midst of this as well. And, you know, when the Lord starts to speak a, speak a word in our spirit, we have to just, you know, take heed to what it's really saying. And one of the things that was saying to me, it was about shoes. <laughs> you say to yourself, Pastor John, we talk about shoes before. But I'm telling you, shoes just came to me. And the main thing about shoes is what I, what came to me is this, is that not everybody can walk in your shoes. My God help us right now. Not everybody can walk in your shoes. The shoes that you wear, not everybody can wear them. You know, we look out there uh, and we, we see shoes and we say, oh, that looks nice, you know, and you put it on. And the f- because some of us have got different shaped feet, we have either got um, high instep, we might have flat feet, we may have broad feet, we may have narrow feet, we may have strong ankles, we may have weak ankles, we may have thick ankles, we may have small ankles, uh, we might have bunions on our toes, we may have long toes here, you know, whatsoever it may be. We may look out there and look at a pair of shoes and when we put it on, we realise it doesn't fit right. Listen, you know, I've gone into the shop before and I've put on the different makes of the trainers, your Nike, Adidas, your Reeboks and stuff like that. And I put on some of the trainers and, you know, some of the brand names that you try them on, they don't feel right on your feet. And even though if you like them so much, you just can't wear them. So you have to choose something or something has to fit your feet correct so that you're comfortable in it and that you're able to move in it and do whatsoever you need to do in it because it's for your feet. You can't look at somebody else's foot or shoe or trainer or whatever it may be. You can't be looking at that and saying to yourself, I want to wear those and then force yourself in it because you may end up not appreciating what you spent (laughs) for those shoes or for those trainers or whatever it is. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. I'm going there right now because you see, we're going to open up something here about shoes and about what type of shoes we ought to have on our feet. Bless the name of the Lord. And I looked at this and I, and I, it started to really sort of stir a couple of things up inside of me. So I'm just going to have a look at this scripture here. This scripture here is from Ephesians. We know this one, Ephesians 6. And Ephesians 6 opens up a, a few things here, but it's one particular verse that we're going to labor on but we're going to read it from Ephesians 6 from verse 10 and then we'll come through and and we'll understand a little bit more of where we're going with this watch this Ephesians 6 and verse 10 finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of 
of the devil really underlying though that verse there put on the whole armor of god that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil watch this for we wrestle not against what flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places wherefore he says take unto you the whole armor of god that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand you know i just want us to understand something very clearly here because you see this armor in which uh paul is emphasizing to the church and to the brethren is that we need to understand that this armor is not for showing off it's for battling against the very things that the devil will throw at us in life we need to protect ourselves making sure that we are the real deal and having on this full armor is that we can be able to withstand in the evil day and that we are able to stand against the very wiles of the devil or the darts of the devil or that which the devil throws at us we have to be able to stand and the bible says having done all in the having done all to withstand having done all to stand so we have to be able to with with all all of what's coming to us we have to be able to do all what we can and to remain standing in that time and in that day but you see the thing is what we need to understand that this this description of the armor is not a physical armor it's not something that we can tangibly hold on to but it's it's something that we ought to have in our lives that we are able to equip our minds and equip our spirit and equip our being in the midst of all what we face through life because it's not easy you know there's some um, some emotional things that may come to us and there's some spiritual attacks that will come to us because the bible talks about the wiles of the devil when we're talking about the wiles of the devil we're not talking about flesh and blood the bible says that this warfare is not against flesh and blood but it's against principalities and powers oh merciful father rulers of the darkness of this world spiritual wickedness in high places so what's being described to us is not a materialistic thing it's not a tangible thing as we mentioned before but it's a spiritual thing the armor is spiritual the darts are spiritual the attacks are spiritual but we need to know how to handle them when they come to our lives. You see, we can say just, well, well, it's just a matter of a fact why this is happening and so forth. Yes, you can say that. And there's nothing wrong with you saying that. But when you are a child of God, your eyes are open to a different dimension. And you have to stand your ground against the very forces of darkness that come against your life. 
My God. Some of us think to ourselves, well, why am I going through these struggles? Why am I feeling all this pain? Why am I feeling this suffering? You're feeling some of those things in your life because the devil knows what you have and he knows what you're about to get and he knows what's in your um, DNA. And so he wants to steal that from you. The Bible says the thief cometh to steal to steal, kill, and to destroy. My God, but Jesus says, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So God has given us life. He's given us strength. He's given us wisdom, and he's given us power and authority to um, to be above and beyond the very plans of darkness. But Paul is trying to emphasize to us here, right here in Ephesians, to encourage us that we ought to put on this whole armor, this whole spiritual armor, this whole armor that's going to deflect the very darts of the devil, this whole armor that's going to deflect the very plans of darkness, this whole armor that is going to equip us, that when we open our mouths, believing in our hearts, that change is going to come. My God help us right now. So look what it says here. It says now in verse 13, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, stand. You realize that it's talking about standing. It's talking about your feet at this moment in time. It's talking about what the whole body has to bear on. My God, you see, if there's any part of your body that is going to take the most pressure and weight, it's your feet. It's not your arms, it's not your it's not your, your, your head, it's not your back, it's not it's not even your legs, it's your feet. Your feet has to bear the whole weight of your body. Therefore, your feet are important, and it means basically you have to know what you're putting on your feet, making sure that what's on your feet is the right fitting, the right thing for your feet, and that you understand what is on your feet. God help us right now. Help us. Watch what it says. It says, stand therefore. Again, it tells you to stand. Stand therefore. Watch this. Having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. You see, it's, it's talking about your, 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 your having, having your, um, your loins girt with truth. You, you have to be able to hold up most of the things which are around your waist. You see, the the, the loin belt, or the, the, that which is holding around your waist, have to hold most of the things which you're walking with. I don't know if you notice the police and um, those who are in the army and so forth, they have to have like a belt, and that belt carries a lot of things it carries a torch it carries uh, ammo it carries um the gun it might carry a knife it will carry um the, the 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 different um things that you may need around in that belt there's different things that the belt might do and also on top of that the belt has to hold up that which you're wearing so the belt has a very important part so the loin girded with truth you have to make sure that that is really ready and solid around your waist and then it says having a breastplate on righteousness and which we know that you'll need to be righteous on your chest because that that aiming of that area is going to be quite vital because people want to fire at your 
at your chest to check out your righteousness about your life, to check out your integrity. My God, help us right now. But let me see if I can move on here because I really want to labor on the feet. My God, help us right now. And your feet, look what it says. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My God, it says that your feet have to be shod. In other words, your feet has to have on. Your feet have to ha- has to have the right shoes. So in other words, your feet with the shoes, with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I want to see if I can open this up a little bit more for us to understand what feet and shoes is all about. You see, when you read through scriptures, you see when Moses went up to the mountain and um, as he approached a particular place, God uh, spoke to him and said, Moses, take off your shoes at this point and come in on bare feet because where you are standing is holy ground. In other words, the shoes in in which he had on, he had to take them off. And go in bare feet. Now his feet had to be without covering. Because God is saying I am your covering. My God help us right now. I am your covering. I need you to be as bare as possible. I need to strip you down so that you can come in bare. But when when I'm finished with you. I'm going to equip your feet. Shodding your feet or covering your feet. With the right shoes that when you go down the mountain, when you go down the valley, when you walk through the prickly thorns which are around you, they won't trouble your feet because your feet is going to be having the right shoe on you that no one will be able to say or accuse you of anything because you're going to be walking correctly and in the right fashion with the right mannerism on your way back down to the people. Moses had to take off his shoes, but Moses also had to put his shoes back on. My God, help us right now. Let me see if I can move on because it's even with Jesus. When Jesus um, was about to be baptized, John the Baptist says that there is one coming who will baptize with the Holy Ghost and fire, one in whom I, I am not worthy to baptize i'm not even worthy look what it says i'm not even worthy to even loose the latchets off his shoes my god the very lace that goes around to tie his shoes on i'm not even worthy to even touch that the shoes in which he wore was was designed enough so that when he walked on them dusty roads, my God, he was able to be equipped and ready to walk the path in which he walked. My God, help us right now. You see, what we need to understand here is that when we're talking about shoes, we're talking about what is equipped for your feet. And your feet have to be ready for the shoes that you're going to wear. My God, do you know that a ballerina, they, that what their feet goes through 
to be able to perform and do that which they need to do with the ballet shoes that they have on. They have to go through a preparation. But in lines of them going through the preparation, their heart and their mind is well prepared for the shoes that's going to be given to them. You see, not every ballerina can wear the same shoes. As simple as they look, they are designed specifically for your, for their feet. And they say that each foot is different to the other. So some have a, a, a deeper curve, some have a more shallow curve, but everyone's feet is different. And what they go through to have to put on those shoes, they have to go through a heavy amount of preparation for them to wear those shoes. Do you know that ballerinas, they get all kind of breakage on their feet. Their nails are, are falling off. They have bunions. They have all kind of stuff going on with their feet. And some of them go through suffering and pain. But in the midst of their dance, the shoes that they wear... Give them that enjoyment in their spirit to know that they can wear those shoes. And even though they may be going through pain, there is still a joy of wearing those shoes. My God, I'm coming to that right now. Because you see, it says here in the scripture, it says, And your feet shod shoes with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My God. You see, that this, this is what it's basically saying. It means that we have to have our shoes prepared with the gospel of peace. Now I looked up that word prepared. And, and that word prepared doesn't mean the word that we expect in our minds. We're, it's not the same kind of preparation of how you prepare things and things are prepared in that way. No, this word prepared means alacrity. Alacrity is the word, my God help us today. Alacrity means this. It means brisk and cheerful readiness. Alacrity. That's what this word preparation means. And what's it, what's it basically saying? When you have alacrity, you basically are saying that what you have or what is about to be given to you, or what is given to you, you already know in your spirit, the readiness in your spirit, the eagerness in your spirit, the willingness in your spirit is already excited about what you're about to receive. Oh, merciful Father. So it's saying here that you must be excited having a brisk readiness or a cheerfulness in your spirit about what you're about to receive in light of the good news of peace in your life when the enemy comes in against you. Oh, merciful Father, let me see if I can break that down a little bit. Listen, you know what alacrity means? In other words, let, let, let's see if we can explain it a little bit more. You see, say for instance... Somebody's gonna um let let let's say let's say somebody's gonna give you a gift. But you you already know what the gift is. It's not even so much that you don't know what it is, you know what's coming. So you have already an excitement in your spirit that you're about to receive something that you know is gonna be good. My God, help us right now. You know something is going to bless your soul. So you're already excited in what you're going to about to receive. 
So when that gift comes, you have a card. Say, for instance, somebody's got a card for you. You don't know what's in it, but you know, you don't know how much is in it, but you know that you're going to be blessed with something financially uh, to bless your life. My God. And so when somebody comes and gives you the card, you're already excited. You're already excited in your spirit because you know what you're about to receive. My God. You know, you've got some people, they receive a card and the thing is empty. Some people are shaking it upside down to see what's going to fall out. And they're upset and they're not happy about the card. But when somebody knows in their spirit, they know already that this person who's going to give to me or give me something like a card, you know in your spirit, you're already ready in your spirit to receive that which you're about to receive. My God, listen, this readiness means basically that whatsoever is coming your way, you are ready to receive it joyfully, happily to know that God is is giving you something strong and powerful in your life. Watch what it says. It says that your feet ought to be shod. Your feet ought to be ready, ready to receive an eagerness in your spirit. Oh, merciful Father. Not just an eagerness, but a happiness in your spirit of the gospel, of the good news of peace. My God. When the enemy knows that you have a joy in your step, a joy in your spirit, a joy in your laughter, a joy in your speech, a joy in your look. My God. When the enemy can see that, he gets frightened. Let me tell you this right now. As you walk with this readiness in your spirit, as you walk knowing that God is with you, the Bible says that the power of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ, it is the power of God unto salvation. My God, when you have that power, when you have that joy, when you have that readiness, when you have that cheerfulness, when you have that willingness and eagerness in your spirit, knowing that God has prepared your feet, knowing that God has shod your feet, knowing that God has covered your feet, no matter where you're walking, God is saying to you, my son, my daughter, despite what is coming your way, despite what the devil is throwing at you, despite what is being said about you, you still have a peace in your spirit that is going to diffuse the very plans and works of darkness against your life. My God, you got to remember that this is all about spiritual warfare. This is all about what the enemy is throwing at you. This is all about what the spiritual wickedness in high places and the dark, the rulers of darkness and the, the very principalities that are coming up against your life. This is what is saying about your feet ought to be ready. My God help us right now. Ready for battle, ready for war, but having an eagerness to step out there knowing that God is on your side. My God help us right now, right now. You don't have to be worrying about anything else. All you need to know is that your feet have the right shoes on. My God, and you can't watch everybody. You see, look, what somebody can face in life and overcome, you might look at that and say, oh, I can deal with that. I I, I think I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that area over there. I'm ready to be a pastor. I'm ready to be an evangelist. I'm ready. I'm ready to to go out there and be a prophet. I'm ready for that. I mean, you think you're ready because you can't. You don't realize that those shoes, 
oh merciful father has been designed for that individual but you see if you're watching somebody else's shoes and you want to pattern that in the flesh you're going to be in trouble my friend you're going to be in trouble but God is saying to you if you humble yourself if you just seek my face if you just place yourself in the master's hands my God he's able to take you through the very trials the very fiery darts that's going to come up against you the very challenges that's going to face you and your family my God help us right now as he prepares as he gives you the anxiousness in your spirit to be able to overcome the very plans of darkness he is giving you the strength to overcome my god and you see you have to realize in yourself that even in the midst of all what you're going through you have the skill set you have the mindset you have the ability to overcome the very plans of darkness that's trying to overtake your life my god help us today You know what, I I feel that I'm going to go into another part of this. But you see, we need to understand, I I, I want to see if we can emphasize on, on how we act with the shoes we're wearing. How we take our steps. How we approach situations. How our temperament should be in the midst of the challenges which come against our life. And how we ought to, um respond to the very attack that comes to our life oh i think we're gonna have to go into a a part two of this but let's just pray right now because i'm feeling god right now in my spirit somebody out there needs to understand have the eagerness and the, the willingness and the cheerfulness and the joy and the eagerness of joy and readiness in your spirit to be able to go out there and to fulfill the the plan of God for your life in the midst of all of the attacks that's coming to you because God has made you ready. My God, bless the name of the Lord. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you once again. We honor you. We worship you. We lift up your name and we praise you. Father, right now, touch the lives of your people. Help us to understand what kind of shoes we should be wearing right now and shod our feet, my God, with the preparation of the gospel of peace touch our lives once again as we give you thanks in jesus mighty name we pray amen may the lord bless you keep your mace face shine upon you and give you peace this is pastor john signing out once again you have a very very good day and a blessed week you've been listening to pastor andrew john of direct touch ministries international touching hearts reaching lives for more information email ajohn70 at hotmail.com